0: Radio Renegade Talk Radio.
1: You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video.
2: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I am your host, Harrison Smith. Very glad you're here with us on this Monday morning, coming to you live from the Infowars World Headquarters here in Austin, Texas. Boy, do we have a lot to talk about today. It's going to be a big show, of course. As always, lots of videos to show you. We'll talk about the war in Ukraine, uh, the, the looming and easily avoidable war in Iran, which is, is coming down the pipe real fast. In fact, I think uh, a lot of people out there have noticed that things are being put into place for the little territorial dispute in Ukraine to rapidly spiral out of control into World War Three. What's coming next? It may very well be what the World Economic Forum has been saying is coming next for a long time. That is a cyber attack. And with that, we go to this, the latest Greg Reese report from Band.video. Imminent cyber attack for a new world order. Let's watch.
3: In 2020, Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum warned of an impending cyber attack that will take down all of society. We all know, but still pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack,
0: which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply, transportation, hospital services,
3: our society as a whole. In 2022, Joe Biden stated that sending tanks to Ukraine is called World War III. The idea, the idea that we're going to send in offensive equipment and have planes and tanks and trains going in with American pilots and American crews, just understand, don't kid yourself, no matter what you all say, that's called World War III. Earlier this month... Managing Director of the World Economic Forum, Jeremy Juergens, says that a catastrophic cyber event will likely occur in the next two years.
4: The most striking finding that we found is that 93% of cyber leaders and 86% of cyber business leaders believe that the geopolitical instability makes a catastrophic cyber event likely in the next two years. This far exceeds anything that we've seen in previous surveys.
3: This week, a German foreign minister casually stated that they are at war with Russia.
1: And therefore, I've said already in the last days, yes,
5: we have to do more to defend Ukraine. Yes, we have to do more also on tanks. But the most important and the crucial part is that we do it together and that we do not do the blame game in Europe
2: Because we are fighting a war against Russia and not against each other. Thank you.
3: President Joe Biden responds by sending 31 M1 Abrams tanks to Ukraine. Today, today I'm announcing that the United States will be sending 31 Abrams tanks to Ukraine. And now all of the media is warning of nuclear war or a Russian cyber attack.
0: That'll be the first time
1: they actually discuss it in Congress when we are hit with a massive cyber attack from Russia in response.
3: If you are not suspicious by now, then you are not paying attention. Our government is not at war with Russia. They are at war with the American people. And in order to build back better, they need their cyber attack. Now they have a cover story, and the media... Is sticking their finger into the PTSD wounds of all Americans so that we do nothing but sit at home in fear and wait for the end. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese.
2: All right, folks, that is the latest Reese report from Band Dot Video imminent cyber attack for a new world order. Really, really hope. We don't get to say, I told you so, in the very near future. Hopefully we can avoid all of this. Uh, With a simple matter of awareness, we can defeat their plans and machinations. We'll be back on the other side with your Daily Dispatch.
1: It's Monday, January 30th, year of our Lord 2023. And... You're listening to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time. Yes, good go morning, this. ladies and gentlemen. It
2: is ladies. Monday, the 30th of January. You're watching okay. American okay. Journal coming okay. to you live from Infowars.com and band.video. We have a lot of stuff to talk about today, a lot of new stuff to talk about. I'm also a little bit. A little bit annoyed because, of course, it had to happen the minute our show ends. The Pelosi footage comes out last Friday, but that was that was four days ago, which is just forever. I mean, it's over now, so I guess we'll move on from that. But we might talk about that a little bit. We will, of course, be talking about uh, the Black Lives Matter riots that have been going on around the country, uh, specifically in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, primarily, also some pretty horrific war news, some some COVID news. We're going to run the gamut today. Take your phone calls as well. And of course, lots and lots of videos to show you. So let's just get into it. Here it is, your daily dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your daily dispatch for January for Monday, January 30th, 2023. Massive fire destroys commercial egg farm of top u.s supplier amid widespread egg shortage wow what a coincidence meanwhile chicken farmers are coming forward to claim feed is causing hens to stop laying eggs a massive commercial egg farm caught fire in basra connecticut on saturday afternoon over 100 firefighters fought the huge blaze which destroyed the expansive chicken coop at hillendale farm which housed about 100,000 chickens according to reports authorities don't yet know the cause of the fire and fortunately no injuries have been reported Hillendale Farms is one of the top five egg producers in the country, raising a total of 20 million chickens for eggs. Egg prices in 2023 have skyrocketed amid supply chain breakdowns and egg shortages. The government claims were brought on by avian flu, killing hundreds of thousands of chickens. I'd like to correct that. Tens of millions of chickens, actually, more than you can possibly imagine. Tell you what, here's my advice. If you own any large organization that creates food just go ahead and install sprinklers right now just like just be proactive here just install the sprinklers right away check your your uh, you know fire detectors your smoke detectors go press the little button make sure it beeps just because it seems like this is happening a lot recently over the last couple of years there have been hundreds of massive food production sites have just gone up in flames. So tell you what, grab a fire extinguisher, just keep the fire department on speed dial, try not to let, you know, the world starve. Uh, can we just do that, please, for the love of God? Just keep a bucket of water spare, just do something to stop this from happening over and over and over and over again. But, you know, it's kind of like everything else that uh, we deal with. It's, it's increasingly impossible to determine what is a horrific accident and what is the desired result of policy. It's – they're like the same now, right? So like whether they are uh, passing laws courtesy of the World Economic Forum to forcibly shut down your food production or whether the food production just goes up in flames one night and is ashes the next morning, the result is the same. It's just – it's impossible to tell what is like terrorism and what is the desired outcome of the people in power so there it is moving on after a weekend of protest the memphis probe into tire Nichols' death continues to call for wider police uh continues as calls for wider police reform grow now we are going to get into this extensively in this uh in this hour and there's a lot to talk about but just the takeaway here in case you don't know uh Protesters gathered in U.S. cities over the weekend to decry the deadly police beating of 29-year-old black man in Memphis uh, by five black police officers, by the way. If you're going to bring up race, CNN, let's be fair about it. Questions linger over whether more criminal charges may be filed in the case as national-level calls, again, echo for police reform. Again, we'll get into this. There's a lot of actually kind of crazy accusations flying around about this. Claims that the police were in the pay of criminal gangs using their authority as police officers to uh, issue – like carry out retribution for the gang against their their rivals. We'll look into those claims. But regardless, we've been saying since the beginning of the calls for defunding the police that defunding the police meant two things. It meant privatizing the police and nationalizing the police. That's the only actual outcome that will ever come around. But there's also another just – inevitable and easily predictable outcome of this which was when you demonize police and you get police who are not respected not cared for in their professional capacity then they're going to leave and what you're going to get are less qualified police which are going to be less capable of dealing with the high stress situations which is going to cause more violence which is going to cause more calls for police reform which is going to cause more police to leave which is going to cause the lowering of standards once again it's a feedback loop of destruction that again was just inevitable. I mean, how could it be anything other than that? Like it's the obvious outcome of the you know calls of, for liberalizing the police force or defunding it or whatever you want to call it. So uh, this was inevitable, and we'll go through how you know the Memphis Police Department lowered their standards, how these guys who were uh, who are now police officers should probably never have been and probably wouldn't have been without the policies pursued by the left. So again, this is the left causing problems, then protesting those problems and calling for more of the same that caused the problems in the first place because we live with psychopaths that uh, can't seem to follow the most basic patterns that you can imagine. I mean, any any two-year-old can figure out you know, one, two, three. It's really not that complicated. It seems to be a, a matter of purposeful ignorance on the part of uh, at least the the people in the media and the people intelligent enough to be able to see through this but again we'll get into that very extensively later in the hour meanwhile suspected suicide attack on mosque in pakistan kills more than 30 people and injures 125 a deadly blast inside a mosque in pakistan's northwest city of peshawar monday was likely a suicide attack according to authorities powerful explosion left at least 34 people dead and 125 injured according to peshawar deputy commissioner uh, safula khan Rescue operations are now underway inside the mosque, which is situated inside a police compound in the city and is mostly attended by law enforcement officials. Uh, Pakistan not doing so great these days. This, of course, following a massive power outage that left almost the entire country in the dark. Meanwhile, story from Infowars via Zero Hedge. It's the perfect storm. More Americans can't afford their car payments than during the peak of the financial crisis, illustrating once again the complete and total disconnect between the numbers of the stock market and the reality on the ground. It's just, just makes me think of the likes of Charles Munger and uh, Larry Fink and BlackRock who consistently tell us that everybody is so much better off than they ever were before despite the fact that everyone's poor, everyone's more miserable, everyone's living off credit, everybody's working harder than they ever have and – nothing's getting done it's it's pretty wild for over a year we have been dutifully tracking several key data sets within the auto sector to find the critical inflection point in the, in this perhaps most leading of economic indicators which will presage not only a crushing auto loan crisis but also the signal of the arrival of a full-blown recession one which even the nber won't be able to ignore as the u.s consumers are once again tapped out a month ago we said in our view that the moment has now arrived the latest data from fitch confirms as much and again we'll get into that a little bit later as well finally we have this story breaking israel launches drone strikes on iran one of the drones was brought down by iran while the two others exploded above the target these small drones targeted an uh isfahan munitions factory which is located next to the u.s sanctioned uh, iran space research center israel launched a drone strike against a defensive compound in iran on sunday this as the u.s and israel are working together to curb iran's military and nuclear programs which could threaten the region u.s uh, officials familiar with the operation told the Wall Street Journal. And of course, this comes just a week after the largest military practice in history, uh, where Israel and uh, the US were doing war games, again, on the doorstep of Iran to signal their intent to bring about the long desired war uh, against that country. And of course, if that were to happen, if we were to, you know, launch this aggression against uh, iran you would you would think that russia would probably side with iran meaning yes those in power are suicidally driving us towards world war ii <laughs> it's not slowing down in fact it's only speeding up and we'll get into more of the war signals coming in a little bit later we're we'll back on the other side. I want to remind you, Ultimate Bone Broth Plus is back in stock and now 25% off at InfowarsStore.com. Go there today. Support us in this mission to destroy the globalists and save the world. The good
0: news is the real red pill plus, after over two years being sold out because the key ingredients were not available with supply chain breakdowns, is finally back in stock in the last month. The bad news is we did a limited run of it and it's almost sold out. So we're in late January when I'm cutting this, only seven days left. To get the Real Red Pill Plus with all the key ingredients like preglanone and more at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Whether you're old or young, black or white, it doesn't matter. You need to experience Real Red Pill Plus. It's proprietary. It's amazing. I learned about it from a research scientist. A medical doctor who had a similar formula five years ago. We simply made it stronger, and we have great reviews from listeners. Get the Real Red Pill Plus for a limited time, it's about to end at InfoWarsTore.com for 50% off. You need to try the Real Red Pill Plus right now, plus, it funds the Infowars. The only way we fail is if you don't take action. Real Red Pill Plus now available at 50% off at Infowarsstore.com for only a few more days. Like a rock thrown into a pond, your actions, even though they may seem little, have a massive ripple effect throughout time and space we're actually winning the info award and when you realize that Bandot Video has hundreds and hundreds of censored directors and investigative journalists and talk show hosts whose information is beyond incredible hundreds of medical doctors and scientists all of them right now telling the truth at Bandot Video. millions of people a day visiting Bandot Video, but you can take that information and cause a bigger ripple effect, an amplifying effect, and make sure it gets out to your friends, your family, your neighbors, and perfect strangers. You are the modern Paul Revere's. You are what takes our information and amplifies it. When you decide to take action, we as a species and as a race are invincible. So I thank you all for your past action, and I challenge you to redouble your efforts now because humanity and the children are counting on you.
1: Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
2: All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal. Time to just open up the phone lines right now. I kind of just want to take phone calls all day because there's so much to talk about, and I just want to know where. Where you guys want to take it, where we want to go. There's, of course, war quickly spiraling into a total world war with more and more signals that, you know, things are more serious than those in power would like to admit. There's also a bunch of other stuff that I know is uh, sort of the, uh, the talk of the Internet right now. I'm still seeing a lot of stuff about Stephen Crowder and others as, as that whole drama spirals out of control there's a uh, just a lot of stuff to talk about today and it's pretty it's pretty incredible we have a lot of videos uh as well and again i'm i'm still tempted to revisit uh the pelosi footage that came out last friday since it came out literally the minute our show ended and i haven't gotten to cover it yet maybe we'll open up phone lines ask people what what they saw in that footage they see anything interesting I know I did. Let me go ahead and do it. Let's go ahead and open up the phone lines right now. The number to dial is one 789 2539 one 789 2539 One thing I want to do is uh, talk about what's happening with Iran and Israel right now. I want to read a, a very interesting thread by someone named Nadal Chatari comes on the heels of this. Israel launches drone strikes on Iran. One of the drones was brought down by Iran while two others exploded above the target. Israel launched a drone strike against a defense compound in Iran on Sunday. This as the U.S. and Israel are working together to curb Iran's military and nuclear programs, which could threaten the regime. U.S. officials familiar with the operation told the Wall Street Journal. This, of course, comes the week after they held those massive war games on the doorstep of Iran, uh, joint war games between the U.S., and israel iran said they had successfully defended off israeli attack which consisted of three quadcopters one of the drones was brought down by iran while two others exploded over the target these small drones targeted isfasan munitions factory which is located next to the u.s sanctioned iran space research center the target of israel's attack the journal reports was a warehouse located behind a mall in isfahan that iran said was an ammunition storehouse there was only minor damage to that building per satellite imagery uh, there's also been sort of a a tit-for-tat just continue. I mean, it's almost uh, constant at this point that you have some Palestinian terror attack followed by some brutal Israeli crackdown followed by a terrorist attack followed by a crackdown and they seem to be feeding each other and it's all ramping up. And of course, none of this bodes well for world peace. We also need to Keep an eye on this as the CIA head is in Israel ahead of the visit from Anthony Blinken. William Burns is expected to meet officials in both Jerusalem and Ramallah a week after National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan also visited Israel. So you've got Jake Sullivan, now you have William Burns, and then Anthony Blinken. These are the the angels of death visiting Israel as, again, we seem to see more saber-rattling with Iran as, again, you know, and a lot of people are looking at, Ukraine and, and obviously noticing that things are not going so well for the Ukrainians there and that Russia really has the upper hand. And, of course, if there's one thing we know about the people that lead the Western hegemony, it's that they don't, they don't give up. They don't surrender. They don't admit that they're wrong, right? Just they double down even and up to you know nuclear exchange. They're, we're, basically, they're playing, playing brinksmanship. But they're both insane. So, you know, we'll see how this goes. We'll see how this goes. But I think uh, the war in Ukraine is sort of the beginning, but it's going to pretty rapidly spiral out of control. In fact, an Air Force general tells his officers war with China is only two years away. So, again, we've talked about this for about a year now, that the battle lines are being drawn with Russia and China and Iran versus like India And America and Israel and the NATO powers, a.k.a. the American slash Israeli satrapies. But when it comes to Israel-Palestine, I thought this thread laid it out pretty well from Nadal Chattari on Twitter, at Chattari Nadal. He says, thread about my views of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Stay with me. He says, in light of the current escalation between Israel and Palestine, it's important to take a step back and watch all the arguments and ideologies of both parties and put them next to the realities on the ground. The Israeli argument is Palestinians are hostile to Israel and don't want to recognize Israel. Therefore, with a neighbor as the the Palestinians, it's unacceptable to allow a fully independent, militarized Palestinian state in the West Bank as it would cause an existential threat to Israel. Makes sense, but the Palestinian argument is we have been chased out of out from most of what is Israel today. The remaining Palestinians in the West Bank and Gaza are under occupation. Israel never wanted peace in the first place as it sees the West Bank, what Israel calls Judea and Samaria, as part of Israel. Also, a pretty decent argument. Israeli ideology is we Jews have lived in this land for 2,000-plus years, and it's our historic land from the Mediterranean Sea to the Dead Sea, and we have historic ancestral claims to all the land. Palestinian ideology. We Arabs have been living in this year for 1,700-plus years after the Jews were scattered. First as Christian Arabs, later as Muslims. Our holy temples are here, and we've inherited our ancestors' land here. Islamic presence in this area cannot be lost. Also a good argument. Better, I think. A better argument, but hey, they're both good. Reality. With this in the back of our minds, let's look into some hard realities. Israel is not going anywhere soon. It's a reality, and it's high time all parties say the quiet thing out loud. But the opposite is as true. Israel's need to recognize that and other people, Arabs, have inhabited this land for almost two millennia until present day. They are there to stay. So finally, my take solution for this decades-long conflict might not be suitable to hear from both parties. Either Israel absorbs the West Bank, but in doing so, formally and legally gets rid of its Jewish character of the state, thus making it a multi-ethnic state, but that would jeopardize the whole purpose of the recreation of Israel in 1948, which was to protect Jews from genocide. Otherwise, Israel abandoned its dreams to absorb the West Bank into Israel and gives control of the West Bank to the kingdom of Jordan, who will effectively become the only... Uh, east neighbor of Israel, therefore burying the idea of a Palestinian state, Palestinians would come, Jordanians. I personally am 100% in favor of the second solution. I don't believe a Palestinian state is viable in the current condition with thousands of Israeli settlements in the West Bank and Gaza split, so f- uh, split off far from the West Bank, it's geographically impossible. Uh, by incorporating the West Bank into Palestine, the Palestinians could still stay in the West Bank, and Israel could see her security issue solved uh, as Palestine is a reliable – or maybe uh, West Bank into Jordan. Sorry, he's using flags I don't recognize. Uh, the Palestinians would have a, a King Abdullah, who was a descendant of Prophet Muhammad. The new Palestinian Jordanians could therefore stay in their land and live in a Muslim country and could travel freely in the West Bank without humiliating checkpoints of Israeli police. Israel loses some of its claims, but wins overall, and the same for Palestinians. Now, this solution has already been uh, laid out in uh, this article of Palestinian and Israeli conflict. But you can see just how intractable this whole conflict is and as he points out you know the idea of israel just absorbing west bank and dropping their character as a jewish state is unapproachable from the israeli side and they've said as much right they're like if the arabs outnumber the israelis then democracy will turn israel into a muslim state so if we want to preserve democracy then we have to preserve a jewish majority and uh again it's all very complicated and nuanced and there's great arguments on both sides, really, and you can perfectly understand uh, why both sides feel the way that they do. I guess the point of it all is uh, I don't care and it has nothing to do with us. And there's no reason why a single American dollar should be spent trying to in some way solve but inevitably simply perpetuate and overly complicate a situation that, as far as I can tell, is completely intractable and will not be all peacefully one way or the other. So, tell you what, that's why I don't live there. I live here in America and it has nothing to do with us. So, good riddance. There's a
0: war against our masculinity. There's a war in the environment, the food, the water, the air, the electromagnetics, the injections, to really cut us off from what God designed us to be. But, through Mother Nature, the Creator gave us compounds that can counteract what the globalists have done. And I got to tell you, all our supplements are great, but we've got a real game changer now. We've never put anything out this powerful. It's Infowars Platinum, now exclusively available at forty percent off at InfowarsStore.com. This is private labeled, three of the top best sellers in the country right now, but it's exclusively available under the brand name and private label of Infowars Platinum at InfowarsStore.com. It's HGH Boost Max. It's Pain MD. And it's 1776 Testosterone Boost. You owe it to yourself and your way of life and your well-being to try these out and fund the InfoWars. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today.
1: You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith.
2: Watch live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Infowars.com, band.video is where you go to share the links to this show and everything that we do at Infowars. Let's go to your phone calls now. We've got some coming in. I want to go to Rainbow Boy in Milwaukee. Rainbow Boy in Milwaukee. And, I, guys, I think this uh, screen's frozen. I don't see it ticking, so uh, I think I... Uh, rainbow boy, are you are you there? Can you hear me?
6: Yes, yes, yes. It's the original Rainbow Boy, not the gay Rainbow. Everything's rainbow about me. I'm not rainbow, but my car's rainbow. But anyway, I want to talk about some other rainbow stuff. I don't know. You get you guys are into George Soros and talk about him a lot. You play that clip, and you guys always mention that he's uh, not Jewish. Uh, he doesn't practice Judaism, uh, but he does admit he was Jewish. But I think he's practicing because, like, um, he shaped one of his many mansions, his pictures of it online, in the shape of a Jewish Kabbalah, which is like the chakra multicolored rainbow deal. Mm -hmm. And, like, you can see, like, even, like, the pool area lines up with the blue chakra. He has, like, it perfectly lined up. And it's kind of weird. Like, why would someone who claims not to be Jewish spend billions of dollars and millions of dollars to make a house in the shape of a Kabbalah, I think. Mean, say he's not, not Jewish. Have yeah. you ever heard about this, Harrison?
2: Uh, I've not heard about that house. I don't know if the the crew can pull it up. Uh, I don't know. I've never. I've yeah, never. It has like an underground bunker tennis court
6: too. The one with the underground bunker.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm not surprised in the slightest. I don't know. I've never made the. Everybody has an underground bunker tennis court, right? Of course, I know I do. You don't, Rainbow That's... Boy. I, I have. Underground in the shape of the Kabbalah. Alley. Oh
6: yeah, yeah, totally. I make my everything in the shape of the Kabbalah.
2: Of course, no, I, yeah, I've never, I've never made the claim that he's not Jewish. But I mean, that, that's the complicated thing, right? You have, and this is the weird thing, like, well, practicing Jew. There's He says that he's not religious. Right, in religious versus yeah. whether it's an ethnicity scripted, or it's a race scripted. or a, or a religion. It's all very complicated. But like, if you if you can say yes, I'm Jewish. No, I don't believe in God. I think we're 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 lost somewhere. So, yeah. Uh, no, I'm not I'm not really surprised. I mean, it's also even the, the concept of Jude, like Kabbalah and mysticism. I mean, I don't know. I think you go back to the first century and the Jews that lived around the time of Jesus would have considered that sorcery and witchcraft. So, uh, you know, it, it's all very complicated. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't I, – Soros is definitely of Jewish lineage or ancestry or whatever you want to call it. I don't know if he's actually – practicing or faithful or anything, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. And I don't know if maybe the crew's having trouble pulling up the picture of that house, but I would like to see it. There's no good image of it. All right. Well, we'll, uh, I don't know. I'll take your word for it. Rainbow boy. Anything else before we let you go?
6: Oh yeah. It's in such a perfect straight line. It'd be great for like an eight, 10 strafing run. Um, but like, you know, it makes me also think of ye, you know, Kanye, uh, West or ye East, uh, that where's he been, you know, I kind of miss him. I don't have know, you yeah. heard anything about him I think he's being gang-stalked and poisoned
2: well he got married and it was like going on his uh honeymoon so I don't know what he's up to these days but uh so the ca- the campaign is going strong yeah he should come okay. back he's, maybe he'll come on American journal one day wouldn't that be wouldn't ooh, that be fun ooh, yay ooh, reach out spice. to me let me know we got friends in common come to Milwaukee. <laughs> tell tell get get in contact with Nick Nick knows my number give me a call yeah there's the the net and the yahoo that's a there, there's an iconic set of, uh, well, there he is, the Prime Minister of Israel here in the studio with us. (laughs) Amazing stuff. Thank you for the call, uh, Rainbow Boy. I want to go to Patty in Boston. Patty, uh, thanks for calling in. You want to talk about the Israeli-Palestinian cluster you-know-what, but uh, I also want to talk to you about an experience you had with the uh, Reawaken America event. So I'm glad you called in. Thanks for calling. Patty, you're on the air.
7: Hey, thanks, man. I, I really appreciate the fact that uh, I've said this before, but you're one of the very few broadcasters that I'm aware of who actually, you know, gives the, the correct nuance to the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. And I want to say once again, there there are a ton of Palestinian Christians, and American Christians don't give a damn about them, And is that, that is just really, really disturbing to me. I, I, I can say it till I'm blue in the face, but nobody cares um but that that 's important, and the fact that you actually have mentioned that several times is important, so uh, i'll give you credit for that man
2: yeah thank you i mean uh, you know uh, i 've said it a million times but like one of my best friends growing up was was lebanese lebanese christian guy orthodox christian, and uh, he just has very yeah. interesting perspective on it and uh it, it is it is very nuanced it 's very confusing but man once you once you really understand like the Lebanese. Uh, civil war and how that has to do with Palestine. I mean, you get a whole new perspective on what exactly is going on. And uh, yeah, we, we could get into it. But yeah, uh, thank you. I mean, I don't, well, I don't, I I don't have an answer. But...
7: Yeah, the evangelical American right needs to, to stop with this weird worship of the political state of Israel because that's what it is. It's a political state. You can right. believe in the Bible and you can believe in the Old Testament and all that and not necessarily support every single thing that the political state of Israel does, right? There's nowhere in the Bible that says you need to worship the Likud party, right? <laughs> it's <Right. laughs> just ridiculous. So let's yeah, just stop doing that. Can we please?
2: Once again, we agree on something, Patty. I'm, uh, yeah. Every every single time, I I, I want to disagree with you, but I can't help but agree with you. But I want to I pivot a little bit, although it's not even that big of a pivot, because these the sort of have overlaps. overlaps um Just just tell everybody, uh, Patty, you went to the Reawaken America tour and you wrote an article about it that I I thought was very interesting. Can you just tell us uh, what your experience was there?
7: Yeah, I you know, it it was it was really strange because I, you know, you know, and uh, and I think most people, you know, who are listening probably know that I've been going to, uh, you know, MAGA events, Trump events, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it for for the last like four years. Things this was different and this was really different. This was a bizarro uh, situation where there people, I think, have created a religion out of out of MAGA and out of Donald Trump that is not. It, it doesn't have any bearing on Christianity at all. Um, having grown up in a, a very Christian household, like I can, I you know, I can tell you that this this is not something that I recognize. Man, this is a weirdo uh, religious cult kind of situation that I think Clay Clark. Um, and and Michael Flynn and Cash Patel are all like feeding into, and I, it's it's really sickening. It, it turned my stomach. I was really grossed out by the
2: whole thing. Yeah, I didn't I, I didn't get. So you you wrote an article and you, and you sent it to me. Do you know is that going to be published anywhere, Patty? So I can point people to it. Well,
7: here's the thing: it may be published by a certain uh, organization, but it may not because i uh, because I'm friends with you.
2: <laughs> oh no so, your association so with the force well it's it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's clearly not friendly to the to the trump group and obviously i, I disagree with a lot of uh what you're saying but i did sure. think there was you know some of the quotes that you quoted people there they are sort of troubling and one of the quotes from your article and i again i don't even want to talk about it because nobody's read the article so they don't know what i'm talking about but you know, they say, they're like we are helping Jesus to come back. We're helping God to bring Jesus back, or something. Yeah. And, and yeah, yeah it, it was very. It's like God doesn't need your help bringing Jesus back. And I, I don't know. I think the not in the Christian household
7: that I grew up in, I wasn't taught that sort of theology, so I'm not sure. And my father's a theologian, so I'm pretty sure I didn't miss it. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just it's weird. I, you know. I have no problem with Christians, devout Christians. I mean, my whole family is is made up of Christians, and I love them to death. But I, this is not Christianity that I'm familiar with. It's just it's a weird kind of thing, and I think we all need to pay attention to to how fast this is growing and call it out when it's weird because it is weird, you know what I mean? And it's not it doesn't represent Republicans or right wingers or you know it, it represents a, a a really strange situation that I think we all should disavow
2: well i mean i can't i can't disavow it and i'm sure sh- and i'm sure other people want to call in and uh and argue with you which of course you're, you're welcome to do so one eight seven 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 eight nine two five three nine. 789 2539 but i do hope your article is published i did think it was an interesting uh, insight into it and also the guardian has a very similar article here today far right project that push election lies expands mission as trump ramps up 2024 campaign this is all about the reawaken uh, american tour and- Uh, They claim it's disinformation. I think this article is disinformation, uh, but it is obviously having a major cultural impact. And uh, anyway, thank you for the call. Patty, we'll be back on the other side. More of your phone calls and more major stories. We'll get into uh, the crime stuff as well. Nathaniel from Alabama has some comments. I've got some good news, ladies and gentlemen.
0: After over two years of being sold out, Ultimate Bone Broth is now back in stock and updated even stronger at Infowarsstore.com. Concentrated bone broth from chickens, chaga mushroom, and so many other amazing ingredients like turmeric and bee pollen. Learn about the effects and what it does for your body at InfoWorksTore.com because it is the bone broth. The bone broth. The bone broth. The The bone broth. The bone broth. The bone broth. The bone broth. What in the world? But now with the milk, I was like, whoa, this has milk in it, it milk whoa, it tastes like good, and this tastes so good, mm, tastes like the best milkshake ever, it tastes like Ovaltine, mm. it tastes like Ovaltine, it tastes like Ovaltine, like good, Infowars. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Infowars. Um, Infowars. InfoWars, InfoWars InfoWars, InfoWars InfoWars, InfoWars,
6: InfoWars,
0: I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere, to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalist at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason you've had this success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the New World Order we have ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you, I thank you, and I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and this grief is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all.
1: You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
2: back folks we'll go out to your phone calls in just a second and we are going to talk quite a bit about the black lives matter riots that have been happening across the country later in the show still gathering some uh, information on that before we tackle it but just a a final note on this uh there's articles from the Guardian, far right project that pushed election lies expands mission as Trump ramps up 2024 campaign. This is about the Reawaken uh, Amer- Amer- America tour, Reawaken America tour. But you know it's it's sort of tricky because I think a lot of the inclinations of Christian nationalists or like. Christians that are just sick of seeing their country be destroyed can be weaponized and manipulated and turned against what their, what their desires are. It's kind of hard to, to explain, but also I think it's about time that the Christian majority of this country actually stand up and speak for themselves and not be shy about doing it. So I think it's in general a good thing. But just on the reaction – to this the reaction to the evangelical nature of the trump movement has taken in certain sectors they say from a historical perspective the current role played by christian nationalism in tandem with the election denial movement and the dubious critics about covid vaccines has fuels the has ...been fueled by the rise of less educated evangelicals in politics, especially in Republican ranks, ranks, says David Hollinger, a history professor emeritus at Berkeley. White evangelicals are among the least educated of Americans. The Republican Party's increasing reliance on them marks an unprecedented stage in American history. For the first time, one of the major political parties displays contempt for learning. Not even the Democratic Party of Andrew Jackson was so dependent on its success on anti-intellectual postures. And again, the the thing you have to point out is that the anti-intellectualism of the MAGA movement or, or the right wing that you might be experiencing is not indicative of the right wing's you know, persistence in being anti-intellectual. It's the it's a reflection of the intellectuals themselves being totally dishonest and leading our entire country down the path of ruin. So obviously, we're going to be against those people. They talk about COVID. They talk about The election, both of which we know we do not have the truth about, we don't know the truth about, and what we've gotten from the mainstream media and from the intellectuals has been nothing but lies. So there's no self-reflection here. There's no, gee, why don't we rein in our intellectuals and actually demand they tell the truth, and maybe then people will trust them again. It's all put on the people who no longer trust the untrustworthy people. But also – one of the main reasons why this pushback is happening is because of the atmosphere of disdain that permeates every one of their diatribes about evangelicals. Have you ever, can you even imagine a similar thing being said about anybody else? Evangelicals are Christian, evangelicals are white, so they're, they're fair game. But let's just, you know, if they're talking about another group of people, we can just uh, cr- scratch that out and just write black, right? Uh, blacks. Blacks are among the least educated of America the Democratic Party reliance on them marks an unprecedented stage in American history for the first time one of the major political parties displays contempt for learning again you would never see this sentence even in the in a well maybe in the very far right things you would see that like in the explicitly racist sectors of the far right then you would you know hear something like this but this is the Guardian newspaper. This is like a very mainstream newspaper. This is the accepted way to talk about your fellow Americans when uh, they're evangelicals. They're least educated, so they're stupid and they should be ignored and their desires and their lives should be less valued than us, the intellectual educated people. So like, of course, there's going to be backlash. Of course, there's going to be the people that you denigrate and mock and disparage and destroy and you're destroying their lives. Of course, they're going to fight back against you. And if you're arguing from an intellectual standpoint, then it's from the anti intellectual standpoint that your enemies are going to push back. So this is all being perpetuated and created by the left wing. And if they really wanted to stop it, uh they would not push so hard as they do on baseless conspiracy theories of their own, like the COVID lockdown and, you know, the vaccine program. Those are conspiracies that they're just simply in favor of and, and believe in. So Again, I think uh, it's all perfectly reasonable why you'd have this pushback, and I've mentioned it a few times here, but I just always think back to my dad asking his priest, like, why don't you talk about what's going on in the world? Like, sure, letters from to, from Paul to the Corinthians is, is always riveting. It's always fascinating to go back and look at letters between churches 2,000 years ago, but hey, we got things going on today that should be viewed through a Christian lens, and maybe that's what you should be in charge. You have a flock here of people in the real world living in the modern times. Maybe talk about Christianity in a way that comports with that and reflects that and influences that. And then the priest said to my dad, what are we – what are Christians supposed to do about it? We are the majority population in the country. What do you mean what are we supposed to do? So it's like – it's sort of a self-perpetuating or self fulfilling prophecy or whatever you want to call it, right? If Christians are just like, well, what are we supposed to do about what's going on? We're just supposed to endure and allow Satan to take over. Like, then that's going to happen. But if you were to actually embody your religion and actually use your congregation to try to make political change, you could actually help make a tangible difference and bring about uh, the the transformation that that Jesus promises. So we do need to get aggressive on this stuff and continue to push this christian nationalism which they want to see as a curse word but i see as a brilliant solution to all of our problems uh let's go out to the phone calls now linda in mineral wells has called in in response to patty's call uh thanks calling in uh linda you're on the air
8: hey let me get off speaker thank you okay hi hi i want to talk about texas
2: oh well wait a second you said you want to talk about patty's call
8: Well, I did. I do want to... You tricked us. ...amen that call. No, I told him. I want to amen that call. That's why I called in. Because remember the Tea Party movement? I do. By the time we got halfway through 2010, the only people posting for the Tea Party didn't believe in capital letters and punctuation. (laughs) Right. So it made us all look like idiots. And that's what they're doing, just like every other thing in history... They're putting these false flags out there. I mean, and we can even go back to affirmative action. The quotas were made by the opponents of affirmative action to make the people that were hired with darker skin seem like they didn't know what they were doing. It's a common thing throughout history that they just will, you know, okay, so we believe in America first policies, but we don't worship Trump. Right. He's not a god, and if you treat him like he's a god, he's just egotistical enough to believe it.
2: Right. Well, so and,
8: there's danger there.
2: And one of the one of the interesting contradictions in all of this is that Cash Patel, and this was in, this is why I really want Patty to publish his article because uh, it's just been stuck in my mind. He was talking about Cash Patel was like, you know, sort of celebrating the vaccines in front of this audience who had just spent the last hour mocking the vaccines, uh, and so. You know, Patty in his article sort of mocks this and talks about, oh, you know, how ironic it is that this person who's pro-vaccine is being cheered by a vaccine crowd. But it's also like yeah, it's because we're not a cult like you say we are. We don't just follow Trump. Trump loves the vaccines. We don't. We don't change our mind because uh, because Trump did it. So it's funny because it sort of ironically uh, disputes the idea that we're all in a big cult. But uh, f- finish your thoughts, Linda.
8: But that, yeah, that is that is my point is yeah. that the opposition historically in the United States of America creates either infighting or the image of a cult or ignorant rednecks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so if you look back in history, this is not a new this is not a new procedure Tactic. they're yeah. doing. I sorry, I can't think of the word.
2: No, no, yeah, but, I get you, though. You're right.
8: And I mean, even from a Christian perspective, the devil doesn't have any new tricks.
2: Same He's old, same old. He's got a box. You're exactly you're exact you right, Linda. At,
8: that's why you got to look at history.
2: You're exactly right. Tell you what, I, I do want to get to other callers because we have other people calling in. I'd love for you to call back in later and talk about Texas. I really would because I, I do want to talk about that, but uh, I want to move on to other callers and, and talk about uh, some other stuff here. Before I do, I want to remind you to go to Infowarsstore.com. This is for everybody. not I'm not just talking to Linda anymore, although Linda, I don't know. You're good. D- don't worry about it. But everybody else better go to Infowarsstore.com right now to keep us on air because, folks – Again, we've, we've said it a million times. It doesn't make it any less true. It's because it's, it's still just as true as it ever was. We are in the fight for our lives right now, and a year from now, come 2024, there may be no Infowars to go to. There may be no dot video to go to. If you want there to be, if you want us to continue this mission, if you want us to actually win – in our crusade against the globalists, you've got to go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. Take advantage of the big sales. We we don't just, you know, we're not just offering you. This isn't PB, you know, PBS where we're like for a hundred dollars, you can get a tote bag. No, no, no. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, you get an amazing product at an amazing price, and you support the InfoWars a true 360 win. Go now to infowarstore.com to get Ultimate Bone Broth Plus back in stock, better than ever, and 25% off. We'll be back with hour two.
0: Like a rock thrown into a pond your actions, even though they may seem little, have a massive ripple effect throughout time and space. We're actually winning the Info war, And when you realize that dot Video has hundreds and hundreds of censored directors and investigative journalists and talk show hosts whose information is beyond incredible, hundreds of medical doctors and scientists, all of them right now telling the truth at Bandot Video, millions of people a day visiting Bandot Video. But you can take that information and cause a bigger ripple effect, an amplifying effect, and make sure it gets out to your friends, your family, your neighbors, and perfect strangers. You are the modern Paul Revere's. You are what takes our information and amplifies it. When you decide to take action, we as a species and as a race are invincible. So I thank you all for your past action, and I challenge you to redouble your efforts now because humanity and the children are counting on you.
1: You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now
2: at band.video. All right. Welcome back, folks. Second hour has begun. The phone lines are lighting up now that we've entered into the topic of Christian nationalism. And uh, Matt just had a really good idea. In case you were watching last Friday, you saw that L from Some B I Know and I did a a big tutorial. It's available now on band.video. Under the American Journal channel. It's a tutorial to show you how to scrape Twitter. And what that means is you can just, you can find a, you know, search a phrase and you can set your parameters and you can find, you know, who's been talking about this and you can see trends and who's talking about it when, when this topic first came about. Uh, Totally fascinating and, and incredibly powerful tool, this ability to scrape Twitter. And we we're just saying that you know Christian nationalism would be a really good topic to search and see what people are, are saying about it and when they start talking about it and how they're using it to their own ends because they definitely are. And it's becoming more and more of a uh, topic as they try to associate Christian nationalism with r- racial or, or white nationalism or racial superiority of some sort, uh, which is obviously kind of absurd, right, Christian nationalism – there's nothing about race in there. In fact, it's explicitly not about race, so it's all kind of weird. But I know a lot of people are calling in about this and want to talk about it. Uh, but let's get let's get through some of the callers who have been on hold. Andrew in New York has called in about globalist food. Are you going to eat the bugs, Andrew? Will you be eating the bugs, sir? No.
6: In <laughs> for
7: <laughs> um So yeah. So Bill Gates and BlackRock have been buying up, like you were saying before, like the farms and setting them on fire and giving the they can that don't let them allow it, their eggs to be laid because they want the eggs to be, I guess, lab-grown. Like, they want their meat to be lab-grown. And the bugs and the adrenochrome and Maria Abronovas eats, eats people. I don't think it's fake people. I think Maria Abronovas eats real people.
2: I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, yeah. I don't know.
9: <laughs> Definitely should. Turn down the food pyramid and eat.
6: Go back to eating normal food like meat, chicken. No, you know uh, what? Fish.
2: That's what you know. What? You just you just gave me a great idea. That's what we need. We need the new food pyramid uh, by the globalists. What what would be on it? Obviously, uh, you know the biggest one. They used to say to uh, you know it should be carbs. This should obviously be bugs now, right? Bugs should be should make up the the majority of your diet. Uh, I don't know what else. Soy. Soy should be the next big uh, big staple. The estrogen mimickers, uh, uh-huh. other other random chemicals can be there on top. What else? What else is in the future? <laughs> it's plastic.
6: <laughs> Bill Gates biomilk. milk. Apparently, they figured out how to milk. how to trans up the milk.
2: Uh, all right, I'll type uh, or I'll write uh, uh, Bill Gates milk. Yeah, Bill Gates's milk, that's, that's the, uh, the other staple here. Is that RBH? Whatever that is. The like thicker flour. Aborted fetuses here at the top. <laughs> yes, folks, it's, it's just about as healthy as the old food pyramid, actually. Plastics, uh, milk from Bill Gates's teat, uh, soy. Just random mishmash of chemicals, and of course, above all else, the staple of the globalist diet, big, juicy, creepy crawly bugs and of course if if you if you want you know if you have a sweet tooth, you can indulge in an aborted fetus uh, every now and th- <laughs> artificial sweeteners if only if you have enough social credits and uh yeah, and I think this is a is a recipe for frankly, making a ton of money. I mean, if you have your entire population poisoning themselves continuously with estrogen mimickers and cancer-causing chemicals and pesticides and fluoride, you are setting yourself up for massive windfall of profits in the uh, medical sphere. So really, it's a a win-win. You get to make the food out of some sort of hellish uh, concoction like a witch's brew from a Shakespeare play, and you get the downstream profits from the health effects that you're going to add. It's a self-perpetuating economic uh, advance here that we're all making. So there you go. That's the new globalist food pyramid. I hope everyone's ready to die. <laughs> everyone's ready to die. Oh, and vaccines. I'm sorry. We've got to add vaccines. You don't eat it, but you still take it in, don't you? You have to. Take your vaccines or you get no bug.
1: You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith.
2: Welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, second hour has begun. We have this massive, absolutely massive thread that represents the latest from the Twitter files. Matt Taibbi, we'll get into that. Can we go, can we go document cam just show you how big <laughs> this This is what the crew's doing. While I'm rambling up here, they're printing out entire novels for me to read on air. So we will we will get to that later today. We'll also, of course, talk about the Black Lives Matter riots and the, the crime going on. But we've got a lot of people calling in about Christian nationalism right now. So we want to stick on that topic for uh, the time being. Let's go to Michael in Virginia, line number six. Reawaken American Movement has uh, more to do with what we need. All right, uh, go ahead, Michael, you're on the air.
9: Uh, yes, sir, absolutely. What we have here is this is time for us to make this political movement and moral movement. And for what I've noticed, that uh, Owen Schroyer is featured as a, uh, a guest speaker uh, as part of the tour. That's mm. very important because what we're doing is taking the truth, and we're also holding accountable the Democratic and the Republican party accountable for what they've been doing. Mm. So we're putting pressure. We do not should not, and we should not allow anyone to demonize Judy make or So Alan, Dr. Allen keys and some of the other general Flynn, our military, our political, our medicine, medicinal, a uh, 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 moral movement has speakers that uphold the truth. And you, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Smith, I look forward to seeing you as a part of this political, moral movement to, of truth, holding the political and Republican Party accountable for the wrongs that they're doing to America and put pressure on them to work together to change these poisons, to change the World Economic Forum, mm. to destroy Klaus Schwab, because they're, they're, they're losing. He's falling. We want him totally removed, not just talking about it now. So something about all of this is gonna happen. Thank you so much, sir. And and we are the tip of the spear info Wars being a part of the reawakening tour is something they do not want.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And you're right. You know, that's what that article from The Guardian was talking about. I mean, it, it was demonizing all those people that you mentioned. I mean, it goes it goes on a whole diatribe, a whole rant about uh uh Doctor Simone Gold and how bad it is that Simone Gold is up there, right? Uh, Gold mm-hmm. was ousted from her posted frontline doctors group after a nasty legal mm-hmm. dispute, right? So, yeah, Flynn Gold. I mean, I, I really like I really like these people. If they asked me to speak, I probably would. I'm, um, you know, yeah. This is what this absolutely. is what we need. We need uh, people from all these different sectors all coming together and pushing a movement towards freedom, towards the American Constitution, towards Christian nationalism, and and getting us back on the yep. right track. And,
9: and I got my brain force plus. And I'm also, I'm uh, not only am I supported by donations, but I also b- purchase the product. So God bless you guys. And let's, uh, let's reawaken America. Let's remove the globalist, the world economic Forum Schwab Schwab, whatever his name is. He's got to go. And this is a call to the world economic forum, the globalist. Y'all hear me. He's got to go. That's, there's no question about it. He has to, he's got to go. So y'all are talking about it. Go forward with it. Make it happen. That's, that's, that's
2: that's what we want. Amen. Thank you, Michael. And yeah, and, th- and that's the that's the real positive outcome of all of this is. Making change politically is is voting people into office who say exactly that, who, you know, and changing the narrative and the discussion. So people are actually campaigning, going vote for me because I will be the World Economic Forum's worst enemy. I mean, that's what we really need. We need people campaigning on the things we care about rather than constantly distracting us with uh, pointless distractions and and obfuscations and uh, confusion. Thank you so much for that call, Michael. Let's go to uh, Candace in Nashville. Solution to the New World Order. What do you think it is, Candace? You're on the air.
5: Hey, Harrison. Hey. Um, I've been I've been being stalked by the military industrial complex along with intelligence agencies and uh, my local police in Cheatham County, Tennessee, know about this. I've survived a lot of a lot of humiliation in order to get some some things that just destroy the New World Order, and that's facts. One of the things is IBM's book from 1979. This lays out their plans for the future, which include cheap and widely available war weapons and possible new and simple methods for lethal biological and chemical warfare. We're expecting that between the years 2000 and 2010. Also, methods of surveillance, monitoring, and control enable prisonless penology modifiers are used to change criminal behavior. New methods identify, trace, incapacitate, or annoy people for police and military uses. The behavior of elements of society can be controlled by radio stimulation of the brain. Droughts and storms can be used as weapons. The potential might exist for direct control of individual thought processes.
2: Mass what, hypnotic
5: recruitment of enemy forces is a possibility. We where are you reading this from again? I have a book from IBM, and it's from 1979, and there's no ISBN to you know track it down on the Internet. What's it but called? It's called the,
2: oh, what's the name the of Adventure it?
5: Adventure of Tomorrow International Business Machine Corporation Data Processing Division.
2: The adventure um, of tomorrow, (laughs) and then they're just like, mass surveillance. We will manipulate Uh, That's Okay, interesting.
5: Yeah. Some of the vocabulary they're introducing in here is called brave new words. Dystopia is a word that apparently was a brave new word that they were introducing into this. It was a dystopia. And on the very first day of this year, 2023, I Googled pandemic rhetoric. That's all I put into the search engine. And what came out was a pandemic rhetoric research study that began in May 2019 and last mm. till 2023. This is the smoking gun evidence that it was a pandemic. Um, if they are starting in May 2019 to study COVID-19 and vaccines, and all anybody has to do is Google pandemic rhetoric, and I've uh, given this information to local law enforcement. I've tagged people like the FBI, CIA, DARPA. Um, well,
2: you're, what, you're, what we're doing? You're with. you're ta- you're, mm-hmm. you're tattling to the people who are who are doing exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> you're telling exactly. me, Do you know you guys are doing this? And they're like, "Yes, we actually do." Yes, <laughs> they do. Yeah. But yeah. that shows that
5: shows that they are they are false authority they're using oppression and uh, abuse and they're trying just to get us to submit to being i mean it's less than slaves no, at this
2: point you're 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 100% right by the way i don't know if you're a television viewer but we just showed a, what was that, eBay or something? They found the book that you're talking about. Somebody's, oh. somebody's selling a copy of that book for a thousand bucks on- uh,
5: Whoa, on- I need some money too. I don't know. Maybe I should auction it off. Like we should seize Donald Trump's Bill Gates assets because I have a book about seizing assets. I right,
2: right, well, right, right, I don't want to get I don't want get too far off this but yeah the adventures uh, the adventure of tomorrow IBM data processing division systems engineering symposium so it was some sort of symposium from uh, you said it was 1979 yeah 1000 bucks on there we'll have to get our hands on a copy of that maybe there's a digitize you should digitize your copy Candace and uh,
5: I have I've put it on my Twitter you can my Twitter is uh queen of the juice and I have all this information on my Facebook page too. I've been highlighting I have multiple books that I'm highlighting
2: you say Queen, and wait, you reading. S- you say queen <laughs> of the Jutes, J U T E S. Juice. Juice? Juice. J-U-I-C-E. Oh, that's funny. I had a friend named David, mm-hmm. Jewish guy who was gonna open up a uh, smoothie stand and call it David King of the Juice. I always thought that yeah, was funny. Uh, yeah, uh, I've right. been
5: making multiple songs and basically I've been trolling the predators like Pray fast for the New World Order. Pray fast for Operation Warp Speed. Right, well, Pray we'll, we'll, fast for we'll the New World we'll, Order. Predators we'll out. gambling on we'll, natural We'll ability. check it out, but
2: I do want to I, I jump off of, of what you were saying because I was going to talk about this anyway it's a a thread or a post that went totally viral over the weekend from a guy named jeremy who's just a regular dude he's not he's not a big you know political guy or anything but this went totally viral he said my hot take is that most of us have not adequately processed the trauma of the pandemic and our sprawling unprocessed trauma chews away at our brains in myriad of ways that makes us anxious about why we can't seem to live our lives as instinctively or as joyously as we did in 2019 if you feel this way you are a willful slave. You you are being entrapped and imprisoned by your own fear. I'm sorry if you were traumatized by the fantasy that you saw on TV. You need to wake up now. You need to not be traumatized by this. I don't know what you need to do to, to get out of this, but this is the result of the programming Candace was just talking about.
0: Mark Twain, one of America's greatest writers and satirists in minds, famously said more than 150 years ago, rumors of his demise... Had been greatly exaggerated because the newspapers kept saying he died decades before he did die. And it's the same PSYOP today. InfoWars is more influential and more powerful than ever because of your support and because of the facts of what we've covered is coming true. But if they can convince you we've been shut down, if they can convince you that we're going away and you stop supporting, you stop spreading the word, then they do win. Ladies and gentlemen, there's only one group. Of people that can shut down InfoWars. And that's you, the viewers and listeners. If you decide we're done, we're done. If you decide to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get supplements and books and films and t shirts and so much more, we will stay on the air indefinitely. It is all in your hands. So thanks for your support. Stand up against the globalists. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now and keep us on air. It's up to you. Our world is so full of hype. We are force fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com.
1: You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, this is American Journal. We have just just so much to talk about here. Let me go up to your phone calls again. We've got some uh, some good calls with some interesting topics. Let's go to Brandon in Florida. You want to talk about this Paul Pelosi thing again? Uh, you know, this this is old news by now. What four days old? Practically forever ago in the in the modern you know speed at which things. Leave in you know leave the the realm of interest in the public, but uh, they did release they released the nine one one call. They released the footage of the person breaking into the house. They also released the body cam footage of the police showing up at the Pelosi residence, uh, where you see Paul Pelosi get attacked by a hammer. Pretty brutal footage. What was your take on this, Brandon? So hey, Harrison, thanks for taking my call. Sure.
10: Hey, so I had to I had to respond really quick about the the whole topic earlier. The you were talking about, um, you know, the left likes to say that they're educated mm. and that we're not because that they have all these degrees. But mm. it, that, that's such a misunderstanding of what an educated person is, right? right? Just because you have a whole bunch of degrees, that does not make you educated. An educated person is, is someone who has. Develop the faculties of their mind, that they may acquire anything that they want without violating the rights of others. Mm. That is the literal definition of an educated person. That has nothing to do with college degrees, right? Oh, hundred percent. Just wanted to throw that out there. No,
2: and I would love—I would love to see the whatever academic journalist is up there writing these disparaging remarks about the people of the great, uh, you know, the Reawakened Tour. I'm sure they would—they would would be very handy on a farm, right? I'm sure, like you—you take that dude can barely tie shoes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the the whole idea of I, I mean, at this point, it's almost an inverse. Like the uh, degrees are proof that you are able to be indoctrinated and to follow orders. Essentially, at this point, it's just a. It says this person won't ask too many questions and won't think for themselves. Here's a piece of paper you paid fifty thousand dollars for. Okay. Pretty. And incredible.
10: unfortunately, that pr- that proves out, right? Yeah. But the Paul Pelosi thing. Okay, so. At first, I was kind of with you. Everything just feels wrong about it. And when you watch the video, the first time, I was like, okay, this feels weird. But then I listened to the 911 call, and then I watched the video again. And honestly, I kind of changed my mind on it. The Paul Pelosi thing, I I think that's legit, man. And Paul Pelosi, I I have to say, it looks like he did a really good job of diffusing a person intent on doing him and his wife harm, right? Mm. Um the thing that really threw everything out of whack for me was the David DePape phone call that came in on Friday when the police footage dropped where he basically said, Oh, you know, I um I you know, sorry guys, I should have killed more of these people. You know, like okay. that that feels weird to me because like that feels like it it comes back into the narrative of oh, it's these crazy right-wingers wanting to kill us you right. know, like that felt forced that felt bought i mean what, what's your take on the phone call
2: i don't know the whole thing was was weird to me we can go ahead and listen to that phone call here it's uh, clip number 17 uh de and bizarre phone call to ktvu says he should have been more prepared uh, let's watch I have an important message for everyone in America. To bang an old man on the head with a hammer that's not even in office? What the hell? You didn't get one of them. Okay. Good well, job. Say about that. Uh, good job. Dave. <laughs> you just proved him right and accomplishing nothing. Well done, moron. Uh, I mean, what? Uh, yeah, that was. I mean, clearly. Yeah, and I mean, it did, It sounded like he definitely had that prepared, right? That was his, a script he was reading. Not oh, that was a manifesto. Yeah, yeah. it was like, right. he he'd clearly you know called prepared to say that. <laughs> you're welcome if <laughs> you, you beat okay. an old man in the head with a hammer a man that's not even in office and you right. are just like you're welcome i'm a hero like no no you're a moron you're an idiot I, I mean this is what we this is what we advocate against all the time you are literally just feeding them feeding their narrative you have done nothing but prove the people that claim right-wingers are d- dangerous you know Idiots, right. You're right. You, you, you proved them right. Congratulations. Yeah, that's my, that's my take on that phone call, Brandon.
10: And it's so dangerous for us, right? Because, like, I mean, here's this guy who's obviously a crazy person, right? And mm-hmm. he goes and does something atrocious that no one is agreeing with, right? Right. And And he's trying to use basically... I mean, I don't want to say our talking points, because we're not advocating for hurting people. But, you know, like, the whole trying to spin it as the whole, oh, anti-fascism, our country is under assault, which, I mean, it is. Like, some of the things he was saying is accurate there, which is the scary part, Harrison, right? Because, like, that's how they're going to come after us in the future, is through things like this. With the false flag yeah. that they've already been doing. I mean, it's held it, it no,
2: on, right? Yeah, yeah, of, of course they are. And, um, you know, we just need to treat this in the same way that that Democrats uh, treat it when one of theirs does something violent. They don't – do they ever feel the need to, like, separate themselves from it? Uh, half the time, they don't even disavow it. They just will be like, right. well, people have a right to express themselves. Of course, I I disavow violence, but <laughs> – it happens, you know, like that's their usual response. Like we don't even need to go that far. It's just like, oh, wow, the guy that attacked Paul Pelosi also uh, can see what's happening in the world and agrees with us exactly. that that there's a global fascism coming down. Wow. Does that mean that that view is no longer valid? Of course not. Of course not. Just like, you know, you can still be a Bernie Sanders supporters even though some guy who was a Bernie Sanders supporter went and tried to shoot up the the softball Team the congressional softball team. They don't sit there going, "Oh, geez, you know, this is how they're going to destroy." It's just like, yeah, crazy people do crazy things sometimes. That has literally no bearing on uh, whether the Pelosi's are evil or not. They are. They don't deserve to be attacked with a hammer in their home. It's horrifying, but uh, it doesn't mean that they're yeah. good people or something. They should be dealt with politically, as we always say. And uh, yeah, right. so so not I just with a hammer. Yeah, I don't think we could. I, don't, I just don't think we even. You know, justify what the guy said, or probably shouldn't even pay attention to it. Who, ca- who cares what he believes? He's obviously a big, fat idiot that God he deserves and is going to go to jail for a long time now. So uh, if you want to follow his path, have fun with that. <laughs> you can destroy our movement and destroy your life at the same time. It's a win-win for the other side.
0: The cavalry has arrived. Ultimate bone broth is the strongest, highest quality chicken-based bone broth you're going to find with all of the effects for your joints, your bones, your muscles, your heart, but more importantly, your immune system. Everybody knows about grandma and chicken broth. Well, this is concentrated chicken broth, the strongest out there with chocolate mushroom and a whole bunch of other ingredients like turmeric. The list goes on and on. This is definitely the strongest, best bone broth out there, and your purchase supports the Info War, A 360 win. If you've not experienced bone broth, and even the regular ones have great effects, believe me, you want to get InfoWars Life Ultimate Bone Broth at InfoWarsTore.com. Now, it'll take an hour to tell you all this great stuff about it. Just go to InfoWarsTore.com, read the facts there, and then order some, and you can't lose. It's nutritive. It empowers your body. It's great for your immune system bones and joints, and it funds the InfoWar. So, Ultimate Bone Broth, now back in stock at InfoWarsTore.com for 25% off Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today.
1: You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right
2: now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. This is American Journal. Taking a lot of calls today about a variety of topics, and I've seen a couple people drop off. They're on hold for a while, but obviously couldn't hold on. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get to as many as possible. I'm trying to go to the people who have been on the longest first. So we'll go back to your phone calls in just a second. I just got to just touch on this article. I was just reading it during the break, and it's just – it's one of the things that deserves a little bit of inspection, I guess you could say. Can anything be done to assuage rural rural rage? Rural rage. Rural resentment has become a central fact of American politics, in particular a pillar of support for the rise of right-wing extremism. As the Republican Party has moved ever further into MAGA land, it has lost votes amongst educated suburban voters – but this has also been offset by a drastic rightward shift in rural areas, which in some places has gone so far that Democrats who, who remain face intimidation and are afraid to reveal their party affiliation. My god. <laughs> you know, it's just – I don't know how to explain it, but it's like there's there's just a perpet- – these people are like narcissists. Like they're all extreme narcissists to where they cannot –… even approach in their own minds the idea that they might have done something wrong. It's all outward projection. There's not an ounce of introspection. There's not an ounce of is what these people are, are reacting to somehow a legitimate concern. Is the rural rage just coming out of nowhere? Is it just being spawned all of a sudden for no reason at all? Or is it in response to the continual attack against their lifestyle, their way of life, their beliefs, et cetera, et cetera? Like, there's no, there's not the, the slightest reservation on on their behalf, right? They say is the shift, is, is this shift permanent? Can anything be done to assuage rural rage? Assuage it, right? Like they're just like they're just rabid dogs that you're trying to to calm down, so you can put them down in safety, right? just no 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 listening to the rural people like they literally it's it's like they are not humans it's like they're watching the rest of humanity as if they're just unthinking animals and that's how they treat their fellow human beings they say the answer will depend on two things whether one whether it's possible to improve rural lives and restore restore rural communities and two whether the voters in this community will give politicians any credit for the improvements that do take place it's like this, this paragraph alone, it's, I, I don't know what it is. It's like, it's like, uh, a, a, it's like a grease fire goes off in my head. You know, it's like, I read, you read stuff like this and it's just like, you start twitching because the implication here, right? Is that rural people, again, it's, it's almost like they're dealing with an uncontacted tribe in the Amazon, right? Or, a or, or some sort of lesser life form that not even do they entertain the idea that the rural people don't need intervention. They don't need your help. Your help, so-called, has only injured these people, has only destroyed their lives, has only made their lives and their way of life more and more and more and more difficult. So as they respond to that intervention and say, leave us the hell alone. Stop trying to manage our lives. You don't like us. You don't care about us. You don't Actually, support what we support, so your interventions are only destroying us. And their response is like, hmm, they aren't as they aren't as thankful as they should be for all of our intervention. What what should we do to fix this, right? Yeah, maybe another drag drag queen story time. Maybe they need to implore improve improve rural lives by uh you know letting their their first graders cross-dress. Like why don't you just go away? Why don't you just leave them alone? Why don't you just let the rural people of America manage their farms and their ranches and send their kids to nice schools without being continually assaulted by your deconstructionist activities? The answer will depend on two things, whether it's, whether it's possible to improve rural lives and restore, restore rural communities. Well, your actions have been the Singular force destroying rural communities, right? But again, it's like – he's like these answers will depend on two things, whether we can come in and, and improve the lives of these simpletons, of these savages that can't do it without us and whether they'll be appropriately appreciative of our intervention as we make their lives so much better. As we correct them and educate them that the the life that they and their families have been involved in for – 10, 12 generations is wrong and we need to come in and fix it by getting them an apartment in a city and buying up their farm and replacing them with robots and selling it to the Chinese or Bill Gates. We need to improve their lives. Of course – if you want to – if you drive through rural communities, they are devastated. They are in a state of disrepair. Why? Because the small shops have all been consolidated into Walmart. Because the small farms have all been consolidated into factory farms. Because the industry that used to thrive there, the manufacturing, the creation, the the artistry, all of that has been – purposefully and systematically siphoned away to the cities to leave them in a state of destitution while still taxing them to death and relying on what they produce in order to fund all the programs that are destroying them. They hate you for a very good reason and you deserve it. So why don't you start thinking about that for once? Why don't you stop treating these people as if they are some lesser life form that will only succeed with your intervention and why don't you leave them alone or start listening to them or just go live in your ghettoized dumpster of a city and enjoy it. Enjoy your own intervention. Enjoy your own vastly improved life and leave the rural people alone who never needed your intervention and that your intervention has only served to bastardize, disparage, destroy, etc., etc. And again, they – it's this It's just something about the mindset that comes through here, something about the intangible you can't point to a single sentence that says it, but it's just the attitude of all of these people it's It's a good example of the attitude of the elitist you know vested chosen people that you know see regular Americans as cattle as as things to be directed and and really eventually destroyed, but it's for their own good because. You know, if we leave them alone, they're just gonna they're just gonna farm and make things. We we need to improve their lives by I don't know building a refugee center there and uh, f- doubling the size of their small town by you know moving in an equal amount of Muslim refugees. It's like you're not helping them at all, and you have no interest in helping them. You only want to destroy them, and then you see their reaction like you're some alien being that can't understand why destroying someone's life would cause a. a negative reaction and they talk about this research they attribute rural resentment to perceptions that rural areas are ignored by policymakers don't get their fair share of resources and are disrespected by city folks again they're saying this as if this is like like yeah go talk to the people yes this is how they feel because it's real because it is actually happening but and i think that's sort of the point on this is that the The real feelings of rural people are so disrespected by the elites are so uncared about by the elites that they can only even address it if they see it as a perception of something that 's not going on. Do you understand what I mean? Like the rural people are just living their lives doing their thing, everything 's good. then in comes the government to improve their lives, destroy everything, consolidate everything, centralize everything, bankrupt the the small farmers and destroy everything, the, the rural people clap back on this, and they go, what is the perception that's leading to this? Why do they have this perception that we've destroyed their lives? It's like, because you destroyed their lives. Like, And this is the way, like, narcissists or psychopaths think. Again, I mean, it's one of the reasons I talk about true, true crime a lot on this, and one of the reasons why true crime is so fascinating to me is because when you watch shows about, like, murderers and, and serial killers and psychopaths, it's like, "Oh, this is this, this is the mindset. This is what the Democrats are, are involved in. Maybe to a not as severe degree, but it's it is degrees. It's degrees of this of this idea. And if, you know, you'll you'll hear a uh, you know, a murderer will kill somebody and then, then they'll go out and go, "The cops are targeting me. The cops are are trying to destroy my life." And it's like, "Yeah, it's because you murdered that guy, you freaking psychopath, you you mental patient." You think you didn't do anything to cause this? And they don't. They don't. They really don't. They really, they can't connect the fact that they're being mistreated with the fact that they did something to deserve the mistreatment. And these people run things and that's terrifying.
0: I'm pointing my finger at you. And I'm also pointing right back at myself. You forget to take your multivitamins. You forget to take your vitamin D3. You forget to take your brain force plus. You forget to take DNA force plus. You forget to take the X3 and you know it makes your life better and you know it makes you healthier and you constantly forget. And when you remember to do it, you're a lot healthier. This stuff will blow you away. Plus it funds our operation. we got the biggest settle of the year going right now at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and use promo code 1776 to get up to 60% off on these best-selling products. The lowest deal is 40%. Most of the sales are 60 or 50% when you use promo code 1776. There's too many products to tell you about them all. They're all kick-ass. They keep us on the air. Please continue to support, and I love you, and I thank you. 1776 at InfoWarsStore.com. I've got some good news, ladies and gentlemen. After over two years of being sold out, Ultimate Bone Broth is now back in stock and updated even stronger at InfoWorksStore.com. Concentrated bone broth from chickens, chaga mushroom, and so many other amazing ingredients like turmeric and bee pollen. Learn about the effects and what it does for your body at InfoWorksStore.com because it is the bone broth. The bone broth. The bone broth. The b- the bone broth. The b- the, bone broth. the bone broth. The bone broth. The bone broth. What in the world? Mm. But now with the milk, I was like, whoa, this has milk in it. it, milk in it. Whoa! Mm, it tastes like good. Damn, this tastes so good. Mm, tastes like the best milkshake ever. It tastes like Ovaltine. Mm. It tastes like Ovaltine. Mm. It tastes like Ovaltine. Mm. Like, Oval mm. like good. Infowars. Infowars. Infowars Info wars. Infowars.
3: Info
0: wars. Info Info
1: Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
2: All right, welcome back, folks. Uh, we'll go out to your phone calls. Once again, we have Junior in New York, who I think is. Uh, Sort of the same thing I am. Uh, Junior in New York, thanks for calling in. You're on the air. Junior?
4: Hey, how's it going? Uh, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Can you hear me?
2: Yes, sir. Wow. Oh.
4: Hey, man. Uh, thanks for taking my call. So I was going to say basically how it all ties in with what Leo Zogami said um, and how this Christian nationalism. Um, they, I just caught the, the end of what Patty said, and that they're trying to, like, bring back the Messiah. That's kind of the same thing that the cult is doing, who David Icke and Leo Zagami always talk about, the Sapti and cult. They want to basically uh, destroy the world so a Messiah can come back, and they basically hijack the idea of this, this whole thing with a vicarious Savior. Like, I'm, I'm also Christian, but I kind of I believe that we have to save ourselves, like Jesus says. Um, with patience, you will attain your souls, and so it kind of ties in with the gateway process. That video that um, Greg Reese put out, which is like critical, because that is the ultimate answer: is everybody awakens internally to their own internal truth, and uh, <clears throat> and you can access levels of reality. For instance. I was saying, like, I have been in outer space. I know that sounds crazy, but I went to the Monroe Institute. I used the hemisync material that he's talking about. I've been in outer space. I flew around the planet. It's a sphere. It's not flat. I've also passed through walls and seen matter at the atomic level. It's like a luminous blue. And that's how the ancients knew this stuff. And they want to keep this information from us. So I highly recommend the remote Monroe Institute um, because they they basically have what they call a check unit. It's like an isolation unit that you go into with this hemi sync, and um, it's like a meditative experience, you know. And it's it's very. So, so how does, how does this, and, this tie into your Christianity? They want people to go the route of Ay- ayahuasca.
2: right? I get what you're saying, of, but yeah how how's this how's this tied to your Christianity?
4: Well. Because in in my in my version of Christianity, uh, which is I believe more of an ancient form, because they they hijacked Christianity right. when the Roman emperor empire used it to control everyone. Right. So the the answer is through meditation and using the hemi is the key. That's why they don't want us to know about it. Uh, the, I met a guy named Mike um, He wrote a book. He used to work for the for the, for the government as a psychic spy. They basically would go in and look at, um, you know, nuclear material and stuff. They said that they stopped doing that. The movie, The Men Who Stare at Goats, same right. thing. This is a this is the technology. It's the inner technology that we can. We are time machines. We are uh, uh, like atomic. The, the key is 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 man and woman sexual union without lust and passion and like real love. And that's like the fire for, for that fuel. That's why they want pornography out there. That's mm. why they want to degenerate everyone. Because it is a sexual cult, but it's the opposite. They do everything backwards. The name of Jehovah, they read it backwards. The, the, there's a, something called the Shem Hamphresh. It's the 72 names of the angels. They mm. read them backwards. Those are the names of the demons. It's, it's There's black magic and white magic. They want to keep it from the public. And, and I recommend everybody read, check out Greg Reese's video. And actually look up the Monroe Institute, and if you have the money, go there. If not, just get the CDs, and don't do it while driving. Just, you know, have an open mind, and pray to Jesus before you do it, and ask to, you know, be guided through the process, because they want us to take the ayahuasca and do the drugs. You don't need drugs for this. We have the DMT inside of us. The pineal gland and the pituitary gland are Mary and Joseph. They have the, the Christ child born within us, which is the awakening molecule. You know what I'm saying? It's like a, a hidden esoteric truth that they try to keep from us, because right. they want us to just believe there's a vicarious Savior. But we need to save ourselves by accessing the inner truth, and there is no death. There is an immortal life. That's why they always said, in the Bible, um, I was in the Spirit when the Lord spoke to me. They were out of their body, where they mm. were meditating. In order to contact these these deities, or these angels, these the, Jesus, or whatever you believe in, that's where you're gonna you're gonna find that. And kind of really, totally fascinating, and so totally that, fascinating, Junior. Thing and I, about I totally agree. The, I, I
2: do want to get to some other uh, calls here, but I, I I could listen to you for a while. I, but I I have to cut myself off here because uh, we do have to get some other calls. But extremely interesting. And I definitely agree with your idea about the return of the Messiah. That yeah, these people uh, they're, they're tricking Christians into thinking that like God needs their help to bring in Jesus. I've always seen it as like you know, when things get so bad that it really is impossible, then Jesus will come back. So it's like, you're playing for the other team. We're, we're supposed to, we're supposed to try to keep this going as long as humanly possible and keep the devil back for as long as humanly possible. Only when it's, when we have failed in that mission, well, it's like, you know, it's like the, it's like flipping the monopoly board, right? It's like, all right, well, now Jesus has to come and set things right. So like, I don't know why you would want that. That's, that's you that's humanity losing and having to come in with a with a Savior at the end. God doesn't need help with that. <laughs> he needs help maintaining righteousness here on earth, you know, for as long as possible. Thank you for the call, Junior. Let's go to Judy in Florida. Outlook on events unfolding. Uh, go ahead, Judy. You're on the air.
11: Yeah, Harrison. I have to, uh, I'm sorry, just, just respectfully rebuke what that gentleman had to say. Um, what a relationship with the Lord is about is when you are saved, you have the the gift of the Holy Spirit which comes in you. Um, the Holy Spirit will work with the person. The whole uh, process of sanctification throughout one's lifetime has to deal with the power of the Holy Spirit. It has nothing to do with meditation per se. Yes, we are to meditate on God's Word and we are to listen. Um, And, you know, a life gets transformed, and, you know, I I know how I was transformed, so I've got a little bit of street credibility. But what I called in about was um, the—what's happening regarding, like, the riots, I heard uh, a—and I would suggest everybody go to the Hagman Report on January 5th and January 12th and listen to a gentleman by the name of Jamie Walden. And he is a Christian, first and foremost. He's a combat Marine, police officer, and a firefighter, a paramedic. And if you listen to particularly the fifth, and I, both of them are powerful, um, he'll, he'll describe his experience at the Capitol. Now, and what I wanted to say about the riots that are taking place, one of the things he had to say is that Ferguson— uh, the whole, all the riots there had to do with land acquisition for the Chinese.
5: The Chinese mm.
11: bought up the area, and they wanted it destroyed. And why do you think that is? Uh, that because they want it. Um, so I don't think any of these things are accidents. Uh, if the Soros uh, son and uh, father are behind it, I mean, uh, I mean, this is about <laughs> scorched earth. Mm. Okay, literally, what's happened to? Uh, the the, the uh, eggs uh, just recently, um, and all of it ties into what I see as uh, a, 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 it's the a demise of our current financial system to ramrod uh, the the whatever digital currency they wish to take us into, which 100%. could still be years off.
2: Yeah, it's no, like, but, but you know, you're, you're, you're exactly right. I mean you can't build back better without destroying the thing first, and the, yeah, the, moneta- sure. the monetary system is key to all of this. And that's, that's really what Trump's focus was you know, as president, making America great again and re, you know, bringing back manufacturing and stuff because right now the American dollar is the only currency in the world that is not actually dependent on America producing things because it's propped up by the oil you – know, the fact that you have to trade – uh, trade for it in oil now saudi arabia is going off that of course the brics countries are starting to go off that so without that america is totally screwed and that is only around because we enforce it militarily so if you don't rebuild the military and you don't you know project power in an appropriate and responsible way then you're no longer on the dollar for oil though you know petrodollar then the american economy is exposed for the complete fraud that it is and america collapses so before you can collapse the dollar you have to rebuild manufacturing here or else we're, we're totally screwed so you're you're right you're tuned into the right like higher level uh thinking of this and and i agree whether it's the riots or COVID 19 and the lockdowns or the supply chain crisis or the farming crisis i mean all of this is manufactured as a
11: if something else I want to say. As a program. The Sorry, we got
2: go. To, we got to go to commercial break here, uh, Judy. I do appreciate it. We'll go out to more of your phone calls on the other side. We've got Corey and Victor coming up next. Stay tuned. Please do go to InfoWarsStore.com to support everything that we do here. We try to give you the bird's-eye view. We try to get into the details. We try to do it all. Hopefully you appreciate it. Go to InfoWarsStore.com to support us in this mission. Ultimate Bone Broth Plus, back in stock, better than ever, 25% off. Get yours today, InfoWarsStore.com.
0: Our funding problems will be over. Please take action now.